0: This is going to go Psalm 71, verses 14 through 20. But I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day, for their number is past my knowledge. With the mighty deeds of the Lord God, I will come I will remind them of your righteousness, yours alone. O oh God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and gray hairs, O oh God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. In this small section from Psalm 71, I want to highlight something important for us this morning. This is the two year anniversary. Of this church, And we're in celebration of that today. It's an incredible thing, especially with the many challenges, as many of us know, that we face, but also as any church plant faces. But the reason for our celebration is not primarily in the fact that this church has survived for two years and is sustainable. Because any startup, any business, any movement can claim that. This celebration is not primarily focused on the sacrifice and incredible work of our pastor, Obed, and his family. The fact that we have a really good music team or in the work and service that so many of you do um, to serve and help this church. Yes, we're in celebration of all of these things, but not primarily. Today, we are celebrating the amazing work and faithfulness of our God we are celebrating the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ who we proclaim and the work that he is doing in the hearts and lives in this church. Today, we are celebrating the work of the Holy Spirit in growing his church and not just in numbers, but spiritually. Through the preached word on Sunday, the study of his word both daily in our community groups and through our times in prayer, Today, we are celebrating the triune God and the work that he has done, that he is doing, and what we pray he will continue to do here at King's Cross. He is sustaining us. He is growing us and making us more like him. Psalm 71, the excerpt that I just read, gives us an important call to declare the deeds that God has done, to praise him for what he has done, to share what he has done, lest we forget. So today we're gonna be doing that. We're gonna be sharing through testimonies of those who are committed here and our pastor will be sharing as well the work that God is doing, that he has done and that he will, we pray, continue to do. So to start off, we are going to hear from Obed. Um, He has sent us a video to share and I think we have that up here. There he is. So let's go right into it.
1: Good morning, King's Cross Church. Good morning, church family. This morning is a very special morning in the life of our church. It's our two-year anniversary. Wow. I know. (laughs) We so
2: wish we could be there with you all um, to celebrate. But as we look back... Um, and we think about our two anniversary, we cannot help but be reminded of God's goodness and greatness in establishing mm-hmm. and sustaining a church in part of San Diego known as a graveyard for church plants.
1: Yeah, it was this time three years ago that we sensed God's call to plant a church in San Diego. We were in Arizona at the time going to a residency there, an awesome church there. And after hearing the call, praying about it, and having it affirmed by people we loved and respected, we decided to take a step of faith and move to San Diego and begin the process of planting a church in America's finest city. And um, I remember we arrived July, 2017 with a big old U-Haul truck full of stuff
2: (laughs) yeah I remember a a local church was so kind in sending a bunch of people to help us unload and Mm -hmm. that was really really cool to see other, other churches just helping us settle in yeah
1: and just their support in general just affirmed Um, that God was with us and we were heading in the right Mm. direction. It was amazing to see that.
2: Yeah, and I think we always dreamed about this church and we knew the name but we didn't know anything else but we we just dreamed that God would do something so great and Mm. so powerful and none of it would be traced back to really good strategies and great planning or gifting but it would all be just traced back to just him and him alone and we can honestly say that we've seen him do that.
1: Yeah, we definitely have. like. I remember us praying for conversion growth Mm -hmm. and not transfer growth. I remember us praying for a church um, that was diverse, that had people from all different walks of life there. Um, And after two years, it's been amazing to see God be faithful Mm -hmm. and fulfill his promises. And Mm -hmm. we've seen God... Do this, he has brought about conversion growth and all of that, but he's done so many other things within Mm. those two years. And so, what would you say um, some of your highlights are like in the past two years?
2: Mm, I I think just um, in a culture that is very self orientated Mm -hmm. and consumeristic, um, it's easy to just go do church on a Sunday morning for two hours and take that box. Mm -hmm. But actually seeing people, um, just want to look at the Bible and say, what does the Bible say about church? And not, what does the Western, not what Western church looks like, but I, and just seeing people from, like we said, all different backgrounds Mm -hmm. wanting to know each other and do life with each other and to really dig deep and to live out the gospel in a way, um, yeah, yeah. And, and
1: just to be family. Yeah, um, our um, mission statement or vision statement is, you know, we we are a church family on mission exactly. with Jesus, and it's been amazing to see God build a community that loves and mm. serves one another. Yeah. And we've also seen um, what what stood out for yeah. me. I would just yeah. say one of my highlights is just seeing God. Actually, um, bring about fruit from our missional efforts. Um, yeah. Since we, we, you know, we moved into the area and we were super intentional, super intentional about reaching people um, and being on mission and um, having neighbors over and um, interacting with um, you know families from our kids' school and mm-hmm. eventually like inviting them to church. And it's just been amazing to see how God. has been faithful to that Mm. and we've seen several neighbors not only like visit our church but we've seen several people from our community join our church and get saved in our church Mm. and get baptized in our church it's just been amazing to see God fulfill his promises
2: so many awesome things and so many things to celebrate yeah Um, but yeah we never knew that we would be here on our two anniversary and I think it's just been a really interesting time to do acts because we planned that before we even knew we, this would all happen, and just to see what God is doing in this season of our church, and just the growth that's happening through that depth within the body of people, and just the way people are just wanting to step up and just to just to be yes. committed and, and love each other and grow together has been a really cool thing that we we wouldn't have known if this hadn't have happened. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's yeah, it's not been easy. It's been hard. I um, was having to. Um, relocate back to the UK because of visa issues. But um, the more we look at it, the more we begin to see evidences of God's grace. We believe that this year God is continuing the mission, God is continuing the work in all of our lives. And he's doing, I I think there's an emphasis of um, an inward focus where he's doing a deep Cleansing and a deep work in all of our mm. hearts. I heard, you know, one pastor said that God wants to do a work in you because before He does a work through yes. you, and that's what we're seeing now. I mm-hmm. think it's a season where God wants to just do this deep, beautiful work in all of our lives, where we grow to love Jesus more than anyone or anything in our lives. Yeah. Um But we love you guys. Yeah, love we you guys. Absolutely miss you guys. Wish we
2: could be going to the. Park with you after and Mm. jumping on those bounce houses and all (laughs) that good stuff but yeah yeah, we know we love you and we can't wait to get back to you
1: yeah have a fantastic day and may god continue to do more than we asked or imagine according to Mm. the power that is at work within all of us enjoy see ya
0: You guys want to turn around? Obed's watching. Let's just give him a quick live. We miss you, man. We miss you, Eleanor. We love you guys. We wish you were here. Um, so now we're going to go into our time of testimonies from people who have been at our church. So I'm going to call up John, um, Heather, and Dave, and then Sean and Savannah. <coughs> Perfect. This is your guys' mic right here. It's a nice shirt. It looks really fresh. <laughs> and each individual or couple here I think represents just different areas of our church that we can all kind of relate to so I think it'd be appropriate just to start with John and John if you could just tell us kind of there go. I think is it on Are we good perfect we're good um, just tell us like how you found King's Cross like how you got here
3: yeah. um, for those who don't know me my name is John I serve out on the kids ministry team and actually how I came to King's Cross just shows God's hand in everything I graduated um, four years, or didn't graduate. I did four years of college. <laughs> it's it's another okay. story, another it's okay. story. It's okay. um, but yeah, just decided to come out to San Diego on a whim. Um, I lived in Los Angeles all my life, had all my friends over there. Wanted something new, get out of my comfort zone. So one day, just decided, like, hey, I'm going to try to move to San Diego. Um, my job had their headquarters here, made the decision, came out here, or got the approval to do that. Literally, like, That week, I was scrolling through Facebook, and I saw a post from Obed and Elena, who I had known from Reality LA when I was in my time in LA, was part of their small group. They were announcing that they were coming out here um, to plant a church. So I signed an online form, and after that, Obed called me the next day, and I remember having a conversation with Obed, and him just describing what he wanted the church to be like, and the vision of the church, and just completely aligned and knowing open and Elena who they are and getting that relationship already was awesome. And, um, seeing, yeah, God's hand in that and exactly what I needed in a new place where there was a lot of temptation, and just being a- away from family and just being here and having that community and having that and seeing it from the start has been awesome. Yeah. Awesome, dude.
0: And it's like, since you were one of like the first like people here, like part of vision Night and stuff, like how have you seen God work in and through, like, the people here in the church, like, through the scope of the time that you've
3: been wow. here? No, that's, that's a great question. Um, and kind of what Obed and Eleanor was saying, like, a big um, thing we were praying for starting off as the launch team was conversion. We wanted to see God save people through our church and use King's Cross as a vehicle, being able to be a part of it and seeing people from all different walks of life, whether it be limited exposure to the Bible or like an informed opposition to where being at church and just not being about it coming to king's cross and seeing people come to saving knowledge and because we're relatively small we're able to firsthand see that transformation and god actually work and seeing people come to saving knowledge get baptized and then start serving the community groups or hosted at people's houses that have gotten saved here but there's um yeah people on the on teams, just serving and following that and seeing God work in that and that transformation has been awesome. Um, and then also just kind of what they spoke about also, but it's been a home for people. I think that San Diego is such a transient place and we've seen people come here from military, from just coming out here to explore and like really see what San Diego's about, but away from their community and seeing our church and God allowing our church to be that to people I think like babysitting, meal trains, um, helping people move, which would be difficult away from yeah. your community and seeing people step up and God allowing that to happen has been, yeah, it's been really cool to see God do that. And, and I got approval to share one um, story from someone who used to be part of our church. And I think it just shows how God was at work and has been at work at our church. So Natalie, for those who don't know her she um finished college lived in virginia wanted to explore san diego and just came out here on a whim without a job without like really anything as far as i know um met obed and Dan biggs they were meeting at a coffee shop just like probably getting together met them they invited her to church she comes limited exposure to the bible gets saved at our church we were able to see that like her being curious and just asking those questions come to a true saving knowledge of Christ. And then we were there when she got baptized and then she ended up leave, going back Oh, and serving. She was serving in, and plugged in in community groups. And then she ended up going back to Virginia, was able to reach out to her a couple of weeks ago and she's plugged in a church awesome. out in Virginia and seeing like whether it be people here still for a long term or people just here for a season, just like seeing God, Use our church as a vehicle of just community and its salvation has been so cool to see. So, awesome.
0: yeah, awesome. Thank you, man. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Heather, Heather, Dave. Here. Kind of same question. How did you guys come to King's Cross? How did you find us?
4: Um, okay, sure. We, uh, we're Heather and Dave Morgrith. and uh, finding this church has been a great blessing for us. We moved across the country from Maryland two years ago. Um, primary reason for that move was Heather's poor health. She suffers from a disease called mastocytosis and also debilitating allergies. And, uh, it's the move has made things a lot better. Um, and the move was made possible because, uh, my job has an office here and they were kind enough to let me come and work here. So that's great. Uh, we've been married together for over 20 years. You might think that, uh, We'd been married a little longer, from the looks of us, but uh, we've both been married before. My first wife passed away from cancer. Mm-hmm. Heather's first husband abandoned her, pregnant with uh, with her son. Uh, I was left with two young daughters. So the Lord brought us together um, after a few years of struggling as single parents, and uh, you know that was uh, a great blessing for us. And uh, from our very first conversation, where we kind of asked each other, "Are you a true follower of Jesus?" Uh, to praying together and, uh, struggling through raising a blended family together. Um, our three children are are all back on the East coast along with two wonderful grandchildren, uh, along with all of our other relatives. And so it's really hard for us to be out here, uh, with no family. And so coming to this church, we've kind of felt like we found a family. So, uh, we like that. Uh, separation is very hard for us, but we know that God has a purpose for us here on the West coast. And so we, we, we soldier on, uh, Knowing that, uh, just asking that we can honor him through this trial of searching for better, better health for Heather. Uh, it took us a while to find King's Cross. That was one of the things that surprised us for, as to how long it took us to find a church. Thanks, love. Here in <laughs> California. Um, and so we find this church, and, and we're here for a couple months, and now Obed and Ele, Eleanor are torn away from us. And uh, it's hard for us to deal with that loss and separation again but this time we're all soldiering on together. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll give it to Heather and she's going to share how we've seen God working in the church. Uh-oh.
5: Uh-oh. So as you can see we're not practiced speakers. <laughs> um and we're old so it just really helps us to uh uh see what we're see what we we thought ahead of time. Um so yeah just a second that um God bringing us together. Um, But it was really, really important to us, both of us, um, uh, learning that the other was a true follower of Christ, or we just could not date each other even. Um, And uh, coming here and finding true believers um, is really important. Anyway, I'm getting off track. Um, Help me out here, love.
0: I can can help you. (laughs) So, Heather, since you're going to be taking this, since you've also joined... Um, and as many of us have, you've seen the experience of us, like losing our pastor, um, thank God temporarily. Um, and just the general growing pains that a church plant grows through as we figure things out logistically, or just as we grow, um, how have you seen God be faithful in this moment that we have in this moment of blessing, but also like challenges and kind of tribulations?
5: Well, I would answer that by um, reflecting back on what we've been through. Um, We had a lot of hardship in our lives, each independently, and that's what I'm trying to share with you guys, that it was important for us to find somebody that really followed Jesus and walk in that together. And Dave and I drove out here, dog in the back seat, singing hymns and praising God together, and prayed for purpose when we got here. And he walked with us in each of those days, in each of those steps, throughout all the challenges. And so coming to a church that is now meeting a new challenge, where we have to again go through separation, it's, it still shows that God in every step is there. He's with us every day as we greet each other and care for each other and dig holes in, fill each other's d- holes in backyards uh, and do silly things um, as well. Um, if I might uh, just refer no, to my, I'd like, yeah, yeah. might as well, because um, it's important to me. I'm an artist um, and I see things visually. That's one of the gifts God's given me and I really, really am thankful for it. I'd like to share it with you. Um, so how have we seen God working in the church now? Imagine with me, if you will, hiking up a mountain to a great waterfall, and as you round each rocky bend, you begin to hear the roar of the falls. To me, that is what it is like coming to King's Cross. For like a waterfall, where gravity cannot be denied or stopped in any way, and the molecules of water that God created pour forth over those falls, in an unstoppable way, so too the actions of the believers here at King's Cross cannot be stopped. Even when disheartened by a great change in our leadership, we carry on. We pour forth with the water, with the power of the Holy Spirit. Now you may think the actions that I'm talking about would be dramatic. I'm talking about a waterfall. But the actions we most often see here at King's Cross are actually simple measures like a warm cheery smile and caring eyes greeting people and a friendly handshake or a hug ordinary like what's your name? What do you do and where are you from? Caring to ask and caring to listen in the responses commonplace things like offering coffee tea hey do you want a donut sometimes even mundane actions like cleaning up spills or dealing with accidents in the bathrooms <laughs> or how about how we gather up all the chairs at the end and put them away together and then there's all the complex actions the do-one-to-another actions that are commanded in the Bible, like praying with one another, bearing each other's burdens, serving one another, even in the oddest ways, like filling holes in yards and making meals for people, being compassionate with each other. And the big one, forgiving, forgiving, one another What makes these actions special is the desire in our hearts to share the love of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, with each other and all who visit. Are we perfect at it? No, way. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, we like drops of water, are bound together into a crashing waterfall that fills our ears. And God is sovereign over it all and has been there in all of it. In all our imperfection, he prevails according to his plan. And he shows up So the Brayfos made it safely to the UK, have a house to live in, a car to drive, and the kids are now settled in school. We have had pastors, rich sermons, and even one gifted with preaching among us, rise up and speak. We have an amazing place to meet and a lovely park to enjoy. God has been, is, and will be faithful.
0: Thank you both. Thank you both. Sean, Savannah, same question. How you guys? It's kind of hard
6: to follow that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm touched, really, truly. Um, what's the question? <laughs>
0: how did you guys come to King's Cross?
6: Um, how do we come to King's Cross? So we were actually living in Los Angeles. Um, we had started dating Savannah and I. We are actually newly married um, as of September, and um, we decided, it's funny, it was actually originally a financial decision, Um, we thought it would make um, financial sense for her to move with her family prior to us getting married, so she can take off like some different debts, focus on like not having an overhead in Los Angeles, Um, but one of the hardest things for Sav was leaving the community she had developed in the church that she had, um, you know, she was a member of in L.A., and then she came down here and she immediately found reality and um I'm sorry, King's Cross (laughs) and um, and so we still weren't like set yet on living in um, San Diego, I actually interviewed in Pittsburgh, but As like her growth in this church, the roles, responsibilities she started to get, the people she started to meet, the elders, the brothers, the sisters, it just seemed like a godly decision um, to go that route of San Diego and having this community, Mm -hmm. this solid backed community in Christ versus staying with my job in L.A. or going somewhere and chasing other different things. Mm -hmm. So that's how we both decided to come um, to San Diego. And it was really, really King's Cross, yeah. Gotcha.
0: And I think you touched on something that I think is important. So you guys both serve here in a lot of different ways. And since we've heard like what God has done um, like from John through the scope of our church and from Heather and Dave, what he's doing now, um, I wanted to ask you guys how you see and how you're praying and you're, how you're hoping to see God work in the future of our church and what you see being built up now.
6: Okay. Um, yeah, there's a verse here from Romans. Um, and There's so many verses that speak on kind of like what we're going through and I think is going to impact us in the future. Um, but one verse that really like comes to me as, uh, is um, Paul, Apostle Paul in um, chapter 10, verse four, says, for as in one body we have many members and the members do not all have the same function. It just really shows, and I think by, you know, it's so unfortunate that Eleanor and Obed had to leave and their family had to leave, but we've been like forced to kind of like grow more in Christ. We've been forced to develop, God is like kind of urging us and encouraging us to develop attributes that we may not have exercised Hmm. with with their presence. Me, I'm I'm more introverted. And I remember like saying that in the community uh, DNA group and people were surprised, but it's because like asking God to work these things. And I remember like um, John Piper said, you're introverted. Ask God to help you. If you don't have like sympathy naturally, ask God, and it's just truly like forcing us to not lean on our own comfort, which I think us as humans we pursue so often. We're literally leaning on the grace, the free gift of God. And um, Sav and I, we've been praying this week. I'll let her read the verse, and this is like our ultimate hope. I think um, our ultimate hope. I think going forward is that we just abide, and um, it talks about this in John 15.
7: So as Sean said, we were, I mean, the question that you're asking is pretty heavy. Like where, (laughs) you're asking us who are nobodies, you know, that's how we feel. Of course, we all should feel that way. But um, where do we see our church going? And so we were just praying about and thinking about like, wow, where do we see our church going? That's a pretty heavy question. And so we were just like no words that we can say are going to amount to like the words of the Bible. So we're just going to read some words that came to us um, through prayer. So in John chapter 15, we're going to start in verse 4 and go through verse 9. It says, Abide in me and I in you. for you by this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples as the father has loved me so have I loved you abide in my love and so um, just praying through that and discussing like what it really means to abide we decided to look up the biblical definition and that means to remain stable or fixed in a state And so our encouragement for ourselves and for us as a church is to just remain stable and fixed here. Um, I think that there is going to be temptation in this next year and different ways for all of us to kind of back up, to move away, because that's the easy thing to do. And as Sean said, that's the comfortable thing to do, because we're in a very uncomfortable state right now. Um, But we've been called to abide and... um, this is the branch. This is the branch that Christ died for, the life of the church and the body. And so we would just say that remaining in Christ and in his body is the way that we're going to bear fruit. And Amen. we've seen so much fruit in this church so far that there's no reason that we should stop doing what we've been doing, which is abiding.
0: Amen. Yep. Thank you.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. Thank you all. All three, all six, five. I can count. (laughs) I can count. I want to read Psalm 71, um, just verse 14 and 15 one more time, and then we're going to wrap up. But I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. My My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day, for their number is past my knowledge. And I'm very thankful, and I know as a church, we're very thankful for you guys sharing your testimonies of what God has done, what he is doing, and what we are praying and hoping he will continue to do. Um, It is encouraging and a blessing and convicting to hear. Um, And so, Sean and Savannah, since you guys ended off praying for the future and what God is going to do, I'd like you guys to end us in prayer, um, praying for God's faithfulness to continue and for his hand to stay on us and to continue working through us and in us
6: dear heavenly father we wow two years lord thank you first and foremost for using this church as a catalyst to truly further your kingdom Mm -hmm. to bring souls to your heart to save souls lord thank you for the elders the wisdom the truth that's in your word to be just so available to us At King's Cross. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the the godly quality that is just so abundant here, Lord. It's truly a gift. Mm -hmm. I pray that moving forward, we don't take that for granted, Lord. I I pray that every Sunday and every day throughout the week, we just are so thankful to call this church home Mm -hmm. because your presence is so abundant here, Lord. There's so many opportunities to walk with you. I mean, the tagline is on mission with Jesus Christ and it's Mm -hmm. it's truly evident and it's active. So I pray, Lord, that we're taking advantage of community groups. I pray, Lord, that we're taking advantage of DNA groups and not for our purpose, but for your purpose. And we're using it as a time to know you more, Mm -hmm. to be more equipped, Mm -hmm. to understand how to eloquently illustrate your work that you're doing in all of our hearts and all of our minds and go out into the world and introduce you to others that may not know you, Lord, that need you. You are the greatest gift that we ever received, and it would be selfish of us not to share that with others, Lord. I pray that we continue to receive all things with thanksgiving, even if it provides temporary discomfort, because all things work out for the greater good for those who love you, Lord. We're so thankful for this time that you've provided for us. Thank you for allowing us to fellowship and go to a park and publicly display our our communion and our love for you. Amen. And we just ask that it's joyous. And we ask that Obed, and Elena, and the children, just feel it in their hearts that there's a work being done through something that they took a leap of faith on and started. Yes. But all the glory and all the credit, Lord, it goes to you. We thank you. We love you. And we say all of this in Jesus' name.